You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm your co-host, Ryan Treasure. Welcome back to the show. Yes, and you know what? Here we are with the woman that escaped. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome our network director, Miss Sandra Rogers. Sandra, Hello. welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I Absolutely. Love, you know, with, with it being a thousand degrees outside, uh, you guys are totally cool, calm, and collected in here. So I love the energy. <laughs> right. I appreciate being part of this conversation. This, this coming di- from our network director, you know, <laughs> I, I, I feel... I feel good about that. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. yeah. Any anytime the network director cool. tells you you're calm and collected, that's a good cool, thing. Cool, calm and collected guys. <laughs> I you know, cool. I like you know, there's there's a thing with the having that energy and it's very up tempo, very energetic, you know, getting people excited about this sort of thing. So I like that energy that you and guys I, are it's having. like it's hard to find your frequency if you're like, hello, welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Hi. Right. I, I really want you guys How to, to go not do find stuff. your frequency. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pep it up, pep no, it up. No excitement, just <laughs> okay. So Sandra, this is the recap show, mm-hmm. okay? So before we get into some things, uh, you've paid attention to Finding Your Frequency, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, what would you say about the show? Have you dug the show? or I certainly like the show. I like the premise of it. It's all about people having their voice and, and how to put that out there into onto a platform, really, that's mm-hmm. fully going to be supportive this expansive platform, it shows people like various steps that they can take and why, you know, they want to do uh, something like radio. Sure, sure. You know, so I've liked the the guests that you've had on, the way that they've found their frequency. I think that's what it's all about. And then showing and giving people that uh, incentive to see that anything is possible in their lives if they want to do that. I think that's the whole thing. That's the biggest thing that holds a lot of people back is that we don't have that confidence that we can accomplish those things. Right. Right. And so some of those things, some of the reasons why we ha- don't have that confidence is a lot of things that has to do with our upbringing and our environment and that sort of thing. And so this show, the premise of the show is to show people that you can move out from that, beyond that, sure. and get out there and, and find your frequency, find you your voice. You have to be at yeah. peace yeah. with your inner child. Yeah. I mean, that's and, and you got and you got to step out of your comfort true. zone. <laughs> right. You know, in, or, in order to go and do something different than you're currently doing, you right. have to step out of, of that, course. you know, that same standard and get out of your comfort zone, get a little uncomfortable and do something new. Yeah, and I think in the very beginning of this show, you know, we talked about, you know, people who are eclectic or mm-hmm. people who are just in their comfort zone and don't want to or can't express themselves. Uh, and that's a shame, but a lot of people have a lot to share. They want to voice themselves. And, you know, we're the place where you can make that happen. Yeah. I think there are books out there, self-help, how to do books. There are platforms out there that show the same sort of message. There's a pattern that you have Mm -hmm. to get into. Some of us know that we want, we know who we are. We want to grow up. We, we, you know, we know who we are when we grow up, you know, we know what our gifts are, but some of us are still finding that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there is a bunch of doubts in, in that, in that process of discovery. 
But I think being able to have your voice and your intellect and somebody not telling you what to say, you can say it yourself. It's yeah, from your sure, whole sure. self, your heart, your soul. You know, that's huge. That's important. I love it. Now, Sandra, you are the network director to the world's leading live internet radio broadcasting company. Uh, would you say you're finding your frequency at this point? Tell us a little bit about uh, what you do here at the network. So, yes, I can say that I'm finding my frequency. I uh, work with executive producers who are working with hosts who come on board and do radio shows. So uh, working with those guys and also working with hosts myself. And that has helped me transition my mindset from where I was years ago, six years ago, before I came here to Voice America, before I even knew you, Jeff, or or Ryan. You know, I was in some day-to-day job that I just showed up every day. And I think I was just physically present. Did you dismiss me? Yeah, I said Hmm. you. (laughs) I put you in there. I'm just kidding. You're like, Jeff, are you Ryan? (laughs) I appreciate you not forgetting me. I was adding both of you at the same time and giving you you both, uh, you know, uh, you know, my accolades to you both because uh, it wasn't until I came to be a part of the Voice America family that I was able to see in, inwardly who I am. You know, there's one thing to just show up at a place of employment and just be there and go through the motions every day. And there's one thing to meet people along your journey that really have a purpose and a passion for who they are and know who they are. And they want to motivate people and move people forward. And as I'm meeting these people, I'm growing in the the same space. I was going to say, I've absolutely seen you grow over the, 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 the five, six years now. You know, the fact that you, you know, went from... You know, uh, an executive producer to a senior executive producer to an assistant network director to the network director. So you've climbed the ladder in what I would consider a short period of time. Because when I started this, you know, it took, you know, I had, I went from, of course, executive producer to uh, network director to vice president to president. But that took a 10-year span. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, I congratulate you uh, on what you've been able to accomplish uh, in, you know, your time with, with the network. So we yeah, absolutely so I appreciate Yeah, I think a lot of that also has to do with me getting out of my own way. I think the opportunity probably was there sooner. But me, I personally didn't think that I could step in and fill those shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, you, know? And you bring up a good point. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you talk about kind of stepping out of that, uh, that comfort zone and finding that space where you feel like you're making positive traction, how do you deal with that with your hosts who have that apprehensive feeling about doing a radio show or content creation or, or, or public speaking or whatever they're doing? Right. And so I think that they want to do something. That's why we meet them, because they're all already out there writing books, they're, they're creating workshops, they're doing blogs, they're doing something, they've created some content. Yeah. I think it's just when they find out that this is a platform that's supportive, because that's key. If it's supportive, it's going to guide them, it's going to help them in other areas that they're not too familiar with, then that gives them the comfort that they can move forward. And if they're coachable, you right. have to be coachable. Have to you be. have to be open to new <laughs> yeah. suggestions and ways of thinking. Yeah. And that, you know, if that, that combination happens, and uh, some of the professionals that I work with have wonderful shows, a huge audience, and they, and they realize the value of their content. Sure, sure. That's and I would absolutely have to, have to say that, you know, uh, the research team and the people that they, 
you know, bring us to talk to, yes. to interview, to vet, uh, do a vetting process before we determine if they're even going to be a part of the network. You know, when you run at a 70% retention rate, mm-hmm. where 7 out of 10 of your clients that start off on a pilot series, which is what we do here, mm-hmm. you know, there's a testing phase, uh, but 70% of those uh, professionals go well beyond that 13 weeks. Absolutely. And, you know, that's a, a testament to <laughs> the support and Dude, we, that we go through. We have some shows that are on the network that have been on for 10 years, 12 years, um, but 17 years. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and so just, you know, f- for me being an employee here at the company, that's just amazing. You know, yeah. you don't, you know, maybe like Microsoft or something might have like, you know, people who use their products for 17 years, but it's not, you know, very often, like I've probably changed brands of refrigerators in that 17 years. And it's <laughs> yes. like, I stuck with GE, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? So this that, is it's true, but it's, so it's like a testament to true. the product that we bring to the table and, you know, keeping people on board and, you know, it's a, it's a team effort from the executive producers. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, the research team production and, uh, you know, yep. our, our web development team, keeping all of the, <laughs> the puzzle pieces together yeah. and, yeah. you know, all that. But it's definitely a team effort. And I think without that cohesiveness that we already have in the office, some of this stuff just wouldn't be possible. Absolutely. So that, Absolutely. So what do you think some of the changes that have what, – what kind of changes have you seen over a even a three-year period? So I've seen, uh, well, channel changes for sure. You've added some changes. I mean, added some channels. Uh, we have uh, started to do some more live events so that we're out there as a media platform presenting ourselves to uh, different uh, different audiences, uh, different uh, industries. Yep. Uh, I have seen just an attitude shift on the growth that we want to have here at Voice America. Sure. And so when we, we want to be out there and be that house name how do we do that how do we align ourselves and network with people so I've seen some growth as far as that goes and just an overall level of enthusiasm you you're doing your show that's different (laughs) as well you know what I mean so there's all these things that have just come together they're all bits of pieces and projects that are uh, you know you know related related you know and they all come together and sync together very nicely Sure. That's great. Yeah. Excellent. You know, speaking when she talked when she said the change of um, you know doing the radio show mm-hmm. for me, and I know for you too, for an operational standpoint to be um, driving the product. Yeah like and managing the product at the right, same time right. and being able to kind of slip in there and test drive the car and then get out of the car and go wait a minute why does this button do that no 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 <laughs> yeah. this no no we got to change that <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. i'm looking at it from that internal scope and kind of seeing what our hosts are going through and what they're having to do to keep their shows successful it's been extremely invaluable and you know <laughs> not only that on a learning curve but we're also the kind of the guinea pig mm-hmm. you know we put we do things <laughs> that nobody knows about, you know, on the back end, testing our show and doing different uh, uh, affiliate programs or growth uh, strategy or increasing of uh, Twitter followers or Mm -hmm. just, you know, even following the Leonard... Yeah, don't say nothing. Don't, don't give all okay, the secrets. I've, I've been put. I've been put on the hot. <laughs> I've been benched on the on the. Uh, no, and I, I'm I'm, about, I'm joking on the shush part. But no, you you make a great point because whenever we're doing web testing and development testing, and they're always like, "Well, what show can we test?" I'm like, "Well, frequency, of frequency, course. Right. You know, if it works for frequency, it'll work for every other yep. show. You know." So that's uh, we're in the middle of growth hacking that right now. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. Growth hack, life hack. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Frequency hack. 
Freak Chic. <laughs> oh, we, did you just coin a new term for us? You know the, the, the coined several terms. On know, this she, show. Our 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 awesome people here always come up with something cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Keep the so, creative juices flowing. Uh, Sandra, what's 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 going on? Uh, on the day to day, what uh, what are you seeing out there? Is there any trends that are happening? Uh, social media taking control. What are you seeing out there? So I know that uh, media, digital media, is definitely becoming more mainstream media oh, than than any other form. And I, you know, appreciate the fact that we're in that space mm-hmm. because you know that's a lane that this the generation is in now, and the generations after them is going to be in. So I see that people are consuming information more digitally and audioly, uh, audio, uh, video, video and audio sure. podcast, radio shows. So you know that's changing i think that we're we're there to to be noticed in you know in that traffic kind of thing so you know that's what i could say you know, sure just. sure and we were even talking uh, a little while ago today and you know digital uh uh distribution mm-hmm. cell phones uh you know there are countries that you know <laughs> they live on that cell phone that right. is their life that is where they access yep all of their content. Yeah, it's actually really kind of uh, interesting to look at some of those other countries. Uh, and I'll, we'll use the example that we talked about. India is one of those countries where uh, the United States has uh, a fairly decent, you know, in-ground infrastructure yeah. for hardwired internet connections to co-locations to give you 100 megabyte speeds and, you know, gigabit stuff that's coming down the pipe from Google and some other providers globally or, or nationally. But a lot of other countries don't have that infrastructure and India is one of them. And, you know, India probably has, you know, the second largest population in the world next to China. Mm -hmm. And so for them to do all of those upgrades, I mean, you're talking, you know, moving or displacing hundreds of thousands of people to dig trenches, to put Mm -hmm. in, you know, uh, wired internet. And so, yeah, every single person, they're just all over their cell phones and cellular connectivity. And, you know, some of the the main ways of how we do stuff here is a little different there. But, um, you know, interesting because we have some, uh, some people we work with over there too so it's been nice to kind of get a a, a a nice judge or a litmus test coming from yeah. other parts of the and country, I actually uh, well. I actually heard that three years ago I mean mm-hmm. you know apparently India has been on their cell phones for several years now you know that's where they access all their content so I just hope they're not using flip phones <laughs> that's, that's real old school isn't it I yeah mean, I haven't even seen a flip phone in I, I was on Facebook earlier today, and there was a meme that was like uh, like 15 different like styles of cell phones, and it said, "What was your first cell phone?" And I'm looking at the picture, and like you know, the first one is like that big brick, yeah, right. Brick, and then the right. second one was just the same version, just a smaller brick. Mm-hmm. And then the the third one was like the first one where the antenna pulled out, right? And I'm yep. like, "Hey, that was the one I had." Yeah, and, yeah. and we really and thought then, we had something. Yeah, and then there, right? and then and then all the millennials on social media are telling me I'm old. Yeah, because they're like they're like, "Oh yeah, uh, mine was number 12." <laughs> yeah, right. right. Right, right. Yeah, I remember my brother had a uh, a, a, a phone in his car, and it was right. really, in a bag. No, no, this was it was built right. He had a nice Mercedes. It was a beautiful Benz. Uh, he had it built right into the console, and it was just like a regular phone. It was on a nice clip. Uh, it was wasn't a big brick, but it was big enough. But I just thought, wow, okay. 
look how advanced this is. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's just not even close to what we're doing now. I know so. I bring up the bag one because uh, my father was a uh, long haul trucker uh, in the wintertime or in the summertime and then was a hospital therapist in the summertime. I know a weird trucker hospital yeah. guy. <laughs> my, my dad was a, a, a like a, a renaissance man kind yeah. of person, right? And so he comes home one day with a, a black canvas bag, right? And it's about, you know, a foot long by four inches thick. And I'm like, dad, what is that? And he's like, this is a phone. I'm like, what do you mean a phone? He's like, I can take it with me. You can call me when I'm on the road. I'm like, what? You know, I'm like 12 or something like that or 13. And, you know, and so my dad has this bag phone and then I go to pick it up. That thing probably weighed 50 pounds with a battery in it and all that. Right. I had an antenna you had to pull up. But it was so cool. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. And that, you know, the, that, that right there is the beginning of, you know, the technology that we're all leveraging today to deliver content and mm -hmm. using this cool Mevo camera to send out yep. stuff uh, on, on the phone through Mevo and, and messaging through that phone. And yeah, if you guys can't see i have like four phones in front of me <laughs> hey there's there's objects all around here so you know yeah. we, we just keep it moving keep it flowing so sandra i want to tag on to one of the questions that jeff asked sure. you know he was talking about trends and some different things um i know you, you guys are, are are constantly on the hunt for talent uh you know to do radio shows and come on board do you see uh, a, a trend in that realm maybe the type of individual now doing radio shows that you bring on board versus three years ago or four or five years ago yeah well Again, the people that uh, have the interest in, in doing shows uh, are uh, people that have some idea of technology. And, okay, let, and, me, let me revamp okay. the question so we don't go back to that. So I guess my question would be, um, you, you were earlier saying most of these people are already kind of creating content or mm -hmm. writing books or doing that. So do you find that when you touch base with the people from the research team that more people are digitally engaged now than they were four years ago? Yeah, I find that some of them have some form of a video on their website where they're explaining who they are and what products or services that they're providing. They become more engaged in you know uh, putting a blog out there or sharing some form sharing content in some form they've engaged in their social media their Facebook their Twitter their LinkedIn so you know you know. if you don't have a podcast or if you don't have a blog or if you don't have a video you're uh, in the dark ages you're, you're, you're definitely in the dark ages. you don't exist and there are some <laughs> companies that that are so big that they feel that they don't need to go in that direction but you know I, I have feeling that they're going to be more relevant than w relevant because there's so many other companies that are willing to be out there sure. digitally right. to be uh, in in front of the generations that are now our biggest consumers. They're they're the they have the buying power. The millennial mm -hmm. the millennials are something like three times uh, the total amount of baby boomers at their highest peak. Which you know is a lot. What does that tell you? Yeah. What was going on? No, we back, were at we were day. at the AICPA event, and there was a guy who was a geopolitical scientist who was doing an interview, and that was one of the things that he said. He was like, "There is one thing the baby boomers did right for the United States of America that n n almost no other nations did, and that was the baby boomers had a bunch of kids." Yeah, yeah. Right, you know, and right. But because of those bunch of kids, he simply stated that some of the financial traumas and things that they're happening in other parts of the world because they're working class citizens and the population is so much smaller than the previous one, they're not able to gain, like the country is not enough, able to get enough tax money to cover certain things because right. there's not right. enough people working in the workplace. Well, we're on the other opposite spectrum of that where we're going to come out in the next 10 years and have 
you know, a hundred percent more revenue possible. I'm sure our government will screw that up somewhere, Absolutely. but <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> it'll be there, you know, but that, that was an interesting kind of a look at the demographic of what's kind of mm-hmm. happening with that buying group. And uh, I think you're right. If uh, big companies and brands uh, are not using the digital space to market to that, those, those people, they're going to be out very soon. They're going to be irrelevant. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Well, you know what, Sandra, I want to thank you for sitting in with us. It was my pleasure. It was uh, a lot of fun. It was fun, <laughs> and now I feel good that you've done done the show. Yep. <laughs> she, she <laughs> I want to come back. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yes. You, yeah we'll for round back. two, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So thanks for being on the show. Okay. And uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Ryan, why don't you take us out? Absolutely, guys. Check us out on social media at facebook.com forward slash finding a frequency net. And of course, all over Twitter at Radio Ryan One at Jeff Spinney Two. And go check out the Voice America fan page, facebook.com forward slash Voice America Talk Radio. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Finding a frequency. 